When was the last time you were stuck in a really bad storm? I remember a particularly scary experience a few years ago. I was caught in torrential rain, crazy high winds, ominously haunting dark clouds, and worse still, I was thousands of feet up in an aeroplane as it battled with the inevitable ferocious turbulence. When would the storm end? When will things settle and land? It was certainly good for my prayer life. We've all had moments like that, haven't we? I'm not talking about physical storms, but personal storms. Maybe we feel trapped in a storm right now, a work storm, a relationship storm, a health storm, a financial storm. These turbulent storms litter the chapters of our lives, sending us on an emotional roller coaster of fear, anxiety, disappointment, and doubt. Where is God in this, and how can he help us? In Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41, we read this story of Jesus and his disciples seemingly trapped in a terrifying storm on a fishing boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus was surrounded by experienced fishermen, but there was something about this storm that caused even them to fear for their lives. Giant waves crashing over their vessel, the boat filling up with water. And where is Jesus? He's in the boat with them, but asleep. And so in a mix of panic and anger, they actually wake him and ask him how he can be so relaxed, so uncaring about the fact that the boat is about to sink. Nobody seems ready to meet their maker. But if only they knew that their maker was in the boat with them. And so the one who formed the skies, stars, and seas spoke to the raging storm and with a divine authority simply said, chill, stop it, be quiet, cease. And if someone, as if someone had flicked a, flicked a switch, immediately the storm subsides and all they can hear is the gentle lapping of calm still waters against the side of this boat. Who is this man, they wondered to themselves who calms storms with the sound of his voice. What does this fantastic story encourage us to do in the story, stormy moments of our lives? Here are three thoughts. Number one, sleep well. Number two, speak out. Number three, expect a ripple. Firstly, sleep well. Throughout the Bible, you'll find multiple times where this word peace is mentioned. It's the Old Testament word shalom, the New Testament Greek word irene. And this word peace doesn't mean the absence of strife, but the presence of life, of wholeness, of wellness. It's the inner stillness regardless of our outer experiences. Life might feel like it's going to hell in a handcart, but miraculously, supernaturally, you are able to feel it is well with my soul because God is with you. He's with you in the storm. This peace is a beautiful work of the divine, and it's what Jesus models in the story. As followers of Jesus, we're becoming more like him in every way, including how we respond to the storms of life. And Jesus shows us in this story that we can restore, respond to storms in rest, in sleep, as an act of trust. We can sleep because God is always with us, always at work. He has us, and he's bigger than the storms that we face. There's a great story from years ago where the passionate global preacher D.L. Moody wakes in the middle of the night sensing a demonic presence in his room. He looks to the end of the bed and sees a demon, maybe the devil himself, visibly and seeking to scare and taunt him. 
D.L. Moody looks at the apparition and says, oh, it's just you, turns around, goes back to sleep. This wasn't because Moody was being cocky or confident in himself. It was simply an act of trust that ultimately God is bigger than any storm or satanic attack we might face. Psalm 23 is probably the most famous psalm in the whole of the Bible. And I'm always blown away by that verse that talks about how God prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. It's an incredible picture. I mean, imagine you're surrounded by physical or spiritual enemies, voices haranguing you, bullying you, threatening you with their fear-inducing intimidations. And into this, God says, turn your back on them. Let's eat. You don't need to worry about them. Rest. How do we respond to the storms in life? Firstly, Jesus invites us to sleep, to rest well in the knowledge that he is with us and will be at work on our behalf. He's got us. But secondly, we need to speak out, to act and pray. Jesus has power and authority to tell the storms to cease, and he's given us that same authority. He's commanded us to pray and not stop praying. The storms of life are not our destination. We're passing through. So we should never be resigned to the storms, but passionately pray that they will cease and do whatever we can, cooperating with God to see that happen. Some storms may cease with a few prayer and actions. Others might cease with a lifetime of prayers and actions. Some storms will cease in the way that we'd hoped. Others might cease in a different way. But however it plays out, God is able to work for our good. So we must keep praying. Like right now in the Zio family, we have people battling in horrendous storms, health issues, broken relationships, grieving the loss of loved ones. We must never be resigned to these things, but pray with passion and determination, with holy outrage at times, for those storms to cease in Jesus' name. I don't know why some of us prayers aren't answered as we'd hoped, and others are. We live between miracle and mystery, but in prayer, in drawing close to God each day, we can find strength and peace and hope to keep going. When facing storms, Jesus invites us to sleep well, to speak out, and finally, to expect a ripple. I love this. In Mark chapter 4, verse 36, we read that when Jesus gets into the boat and heads out on the lake, that there's this small sentence you might miss. It says, and other boats followed them. This means that those boats following also found themselves caught up in this ferocious storm. This means that those same boats also found themselves experiencing the ripple effect of the miraculous calm. Remember, everything good that God is doing in you as you face your storms, he's able to multiply through you for the benefit of others. Expect a ripple effect. You're blessed to be a blessing. You're a river, not a reservoir of the goodness of God. At the end of this story, the disciples wonder to themselves, who is this man? They still haven't figured out that Jesus was God, the God who alone has the power and authority to rescue them from all the storms in life. The God who is able to provide supernatural peace in the midst of the worst of turbulence. How do we live this out, friends? 
Or maybe when it comes to sleeping well, there's a practical response to build better sleeping habits, accompanied by a commitment to pray before you sleep, a prayer of trust, maybe something that simply says, God, I give you my problems and I receive your peace. Help me to sleep well. And when it comes to speaking out, maybe you could ask other people to join you in praying every day that the storms in your life will cease, as well as receiving their help in supporting you in the difficult days. We're supposed to walk through life with Jesus together. Finally, when it comes to expecting the ripple, maybe you can look out for those who you know are going through their own storms and ask God to show you how to love and care for them as you trust God to love and care for you. Many years after this stormy uh, story is written, the Apostle Paul is in a place called Philippi, or he's writing to a church in Philippi, and and they're battling with their own storms, and he writes these amazing words in Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. And that peace will guard your hearts and minds and lives in Christ Jesus. That's the prayer that I want to pray for you right now. And so, Lord Jesus, we come to you in this moment as we grapple with the storms in our lives. We pray that as an act of trust, you would help us to rest and sleep well. We pray that you would stir our hearts to pray every day for the storms to cease and do whatever you're asking us to do to cooperate with that miracle. And we ask, Lord, that we would not be so fixed on our own storms, that you would show us the lives of others who are battling with storms today and that you would help us to be courageous and kind and loving and come alongside them to bring life and hope and healing to them. And as we do, discover afresh that we receive our healing too. God bless you. God give you peace. In Jesus' name.